Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Ready for the last Dig a Bit of month seven of our study of glory. I hope that you're having a good day. I think that by the time you're hearing this, you may, depending on how things go in our country, you may be getting pretty tired of whatever we want to call it, quarantine, semi-quarantine, isolation, social distancing, voluntary isolation, whatever it might be that you're doing, you're probably getting a little bit weary of it by now. Of course, we're blessed if you are one of those people isolating because you don't want to catch something. How extremely blessed we are that we're not people who are quarantining because we have already experienced some or all of a disease that is sometimes for those who are immunocompromised at least sometimes is very dangerous and we are so blessed that we are among those most of us are among those who haven't yet been personally affected physically by this disease let's go ahead and pray about this together right now father we are so very thankful for your provision for us physically we're thankful that as your children we can have peace and that we can know that whatever the outcome is of this pandemic that we are hearing so much about father that we are safe and secure spiritually and that our citizenship although we love this country and we are doing taking precautionary measures father to avoid the spread of this disease in our nation father we realize that our citizenship is somewhere else that our citizenship is in heaven and that you are on your throne and that you are providing for us we want to use good sense father because you gave it to us but father we also want to experience the calm and the peace of knowing that you are on your throne that you are sovereign and that most of the things that we worry about are things over which we have no control. Someone said 85% of those things, I don't know, Father, but you know, you know exactly that statistic. And Father, because you are infinite in all of your attributes, because you are glorious, because your attributes in their infinity is displayed all around us, Father, and we are in Christ we are the recipient of all the spiritual blessings that there's really nothing that we have to fear father help us to build our house on the rock always and to know when great is the fall of the houses around us father that our spiritual houses are built on the rock and they are safe and secure help us father to trust you in the good times and in the bad times and help us father to fit ourselves for heaven not that we can do anything to be worthy of it father but we can fit ourselves for heaven by being sure that we are cleansed continually by the blood of your son jesus help us father to make wise choices and father to rest securely in your promises and it's in the name of jesus the one who was victorious over death as he came from that tomb that we pray Amen. So for today, 
I want to just give you a few passages from the reading that we've done in Isaiah this month. I'm going to go slowly so that you can write them down and use them for your devotionals if you want to and read them later. But I'm going to give you one verse from each of the chapters that we've read. I'm not even going to take time to read them. I'm going to let you do that later. But I'm going to give you one verse from each of the chapters that we've read and one word that describes our God, our infinite sovereign God from those passages. Chapter 48, verse 21, our God is a God of infinite provision, infinite provision. That is Isaiah chapter 48, verse 21. Our God is a God of infinite provision. Chapter 49, verse 15, and all of these should have the word infinite before them. Don't take time to write it, but but all of these should have the word infinite because our God is infinite in all of his characteristics, his attributes. 49 verse 15, compassion. Our God is infinite in compassion. I do want to take, take the time to read this one because I think it says something very strong about a very urgent issue in our society right now. Isaiah 49 verse 15 says, Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the child of her womb? Yes, they may forget. Yet will I not forget thee. How many women in our society today have forgotten the children of their wombs through the massive uh, death toll that abortion has taken in our land? But God says they may forget, but I will not forget you. He's infinite in compassion. Chapter 50, verse 7. He's our help in time of trouble. I want you to be sure you notice in that context that the servant mentioned there is Jesus Christ. The servant there is Jesus Christ. And he is our help in trouble. 51 verse 12, he's our comfort. He's our comfort. 52 verse 15, He's a God of inclusion, a God of inclusion. Let's look at that verse just for a second. Isaiah 52, verse 15. It says there, He will sprinkle many nations. The kings will shut their mouths at Him. For that which had not been told them shall they see, and that which they had not heard shall they consider. Well, this is the Lord Jesus here, who's going to sprinkle many nations. And so many commentators believe that that's talking about his atonement work going out into the worlds of the Gentiles. Many kings will see this. So lots of nations will see his, the sprinkling of the blood as the priests did. Of course, we studied that last month. I believe it was that the priests were sprinkling this blood for the cleansing. And here it says he will sprinkle many nations. But the American Standard Version says there, I'm not sure what your version says, but the American Standard Version says there, he will startle 
many nations. So commentators are somewhat divided. Is this talking about the atonement work of Christ? Or is this just talking about the amazement that many nations would have over the miracles and signs that the Messiah would do? Either way, he is a God here of inclusion, including all nations in his atonement and in his amazing mighty works. 53 verse 12, he's a God of intercession. Speaking of Christ again in this verse, he's a God of intercession. And of course, chapter 53 is an amazing messianic prophecy from start to finish. Intercession in chapter 53 verse 12. Chapter 54, verse 17, he's a God of victory for his people. That's us, his church, his spiritual Israel today. He's a God of victory. 54, verse 17. 55, verse 13, he's a God of prosperity. He's a God of prosperity. And thankfully, his prosperity that we're reading about here is a permanent, redemptive work that will be accomplished through Christ. 56 verse 8, he is the all God. I'd like for you to look around those verses in chapter 56 and notice the recurrence of the word all. He is the all God. Number 57, chapter 57 verse 15, he's eternal. He is eternal. I wanted to look at 57 verse 15, even though he is eternal in his attributes, he's still for little finite me. 57 verse 15 says, For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place. I just want you to look at the first half of that verse. He's high. He's lofty. He inhabits all of eternity. His name is holy. He dwells in the high place. He dwells in the holy place. But what's he going to do for little me? With him also, he dwells. With him also, that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble, to revive my spirit. He's going to redeem me and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. If I'm penitent before him, unlike Isaiah that we talked about in the last dig a bit, if I walk before him and I'm penitent and walk in his ways, he's going to dwell in eternal, high, and holy habitations with me. I love, I love that passage. He's the eternal one. 58 verse 12, he's the enabling God through Christ. The enabling God, 58 verse 12. 59 verse 19, he's the standard bearing God. I hope you have time to listen to the bigger podcast this month, and we're going to talk a little bit about the standard bearer, what it was and what it is for us. Chapter 60, verse 2, he's the glorious God. 
There's our word. Zion had been laying in darkness, but he's going to come and light it with his glory, Jerusalem. And of course, the new Jerusalem for us is his kingdom, his church. 61 verse 10, he's the giver of righteousness. He clothed the Messiah in righteousness. And thus, when we put on Christ, Galatians 3.27, we put on righteousness and we rise to walk in newness of life. 62 verse 12, he's the remembering God. He's not going to forget his church. He's not going to forget his people. 63 verse 19, he's the name-giving God. And 62 verse 2 tells us that he's going to give his people a new name. And Acts eleven twenty six tells us where he gave us that name. 63 verse 19, he lets us have his name. 64 verse 8, he's the potter and we are the clay. If you have time, turn over to Romans 9 verse 21 and read what he says about the potter and the clay there. 64 verse 8, our God is the potter. 65 verse 24, our God is a listening God. Our God is a listening God. I'm so grateful for that today as we prayed together even. 66 verses 22 to 24, he's a merciful God, but he's also a just God. I wanted to put two verses there, 22 and 24, because 22 obviously speaks of his mercies, and 24 obviously speaks of his justice, even his wrath. And when we read about that passage, that last verse in chapter 66, I believe that's the last verse of Isaiah itself. I'll flip over there real quick. It says there, they shall go forth and look upon the carcasses of the men that have transgressed against me. Mm, listen to this. For their worm shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched, and they shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. Those are the words we read about in Mark chapter 9, verse 48, that our Lord used there about eternal damnation. Our God... I'm going to read them real quickly without even saying the passages, but I want you to listen as I read them. Just close your eyes and listen and find comfort during this pandemic that this is the God that we're still serving. The God of provision. The God of compassion. The God of help in trouble. The God of comfort. The God of inclusion. The God of intercession the God of victory, the God of prosperity, the all God, the God of eternity, the enabling God, the standard bearing God, the glorious God, the giver of righteousness, the remembering God, the name giving God, the potter, the listener, the merciful and the just God. Have a great day.